Hello. Welcome back. It is day 32 of 100 days of podcast here on the Connect the Dots podcast with me, Heather Balseric. Uh, today's episode is a special episode because I, I have a guest with me today. Uh, we are actually in the car. I am not driving, so don't worry you're listening. I am not driving during this, but, uh, but I have my husband here with me. Hi, Jay. Well, hello. Um, (laughs) he is going to, to be part of today's deeper thoughts episode. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about moving and like making that decision to just kind of say, okay, we're doing this. We're, we're going to move. We're going to change. We're going to move somewhere we've never lived before. We're, we're going to go. Um, and there's an episode. I do not remember what episode number it is, and I cannot look at it right now. Um, but there is an episode called Burn the Boats, where I talk all about our move to Florida. And, like, kind of what prompted the move and all of that. So this episode is going to be a little bit of like a reflection. We've been here now a year and a half and let's, let's kind of talk about how it's been, um, to, to come to, uh, Clearwater from Huntsville and like all of the, all of the, the changes that have happened, you know, for me, there hasn't been, I mean, there's been a job change in the last three months, but other than that, just the location of where I work changed. <laughs> but for Jay, a lot of stuff changed, didn't it, dear? A lot, yes. Um, <laughs> to yeah, to say the least. So, for those of you who maybe don't know, so my husband, uh, when we met in Huntsville thirteen uh, ish years ago, uh, Jay worked at a plant, a factory uh, called PPG Pittsburgh Paint and Glass, uh, and he made airplane windshields. That's what he did. And sounds fun, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a production job. Uh, when we first met, it wasn't too bad. He worked 6.30 to 2.30, you know, and, and he did a swing shift thing where he would work like... Every so often. Every so often, like work night shift, but it wasn't, you know, it was again like every eight weeks or something like that. Yeah, and then... Spread out. And then that kind of swing shift like went to, I think it ended up being like once every four weeks. It, no, it went down to two and one. Two and one. Okay. I At one time. Yeah. It was all over the place there for a minute. Yeah. But then your schedule also went to, like, it went to 6 to 2, and then it went to 5.30 to 1.30. And so, pre, you know, pre-story to, before Jay worked at uh, PPG and lived in Huntsville, Alabama, from the time that he was 18, actually probably pre-18. Before uh, Right. But after high school. Wasn't Basically. even old enough to get in a bar. Yeah, you you weren't, but but you graduated high school and you, and and then you were a full time musician. Yep. From from the time that you were eighteen till you were thirty five, thirty six, yeah, thirty, early thirties, early thirties, yeah. yeah, and and then you moved to Huntsville. You met that other girl. Not the, me. The other girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other girl. That. You met. You moved to Huntsville. You got the job at PPG. And then a couple of years later, y'all had broken up. You met me. 
end of story. Now we're here. Right. Um, but you had done music other than like a couple, like a year being a flight attendant and a year working at Olive Garden. Yeah, I went on hiatus a time or two, but never for very, very long. Right. So being a musician was what you were. That's I mean, that's all I did. That's yeah, all I knew. That that's what you were, you know, trained to do. And then you spent 15 years at PPG. Six, actually, closer to 16. Okay, closer to 16 years working a production job. Uh, moving to to Florida, right? You were able to to give that up because you couldn't build airplane windshields from home. Uh, you were able to to quit your job at PPG and not have to be up and at work at 5.30 Up at morning. 4.40. Right. But up and at work at 5.30. Yeah, so. well, actually waking up at 4.40. Yeah, yeah. Don't even want to think about it, but go ahead. And waking me up at 4.40. Yeah. Trying to find things. Yeah. Oh, that was always the worst. Where's my badge? Where's my wallet? And I'm laying in the bed going, it's on the counter! Because <laughs> as a wife, they know where everything is. So that's yes. how it works. So a husband's out there. If you can't find something, you probably know. Just ask the wife. She knows where it is. Exactly. Because the they have this, this power. Yes. This skill. <laughs> it is is a power and skill. Yes. So, so we get here, you quit your job, and then it's like, okay, now, hun, you got to go find something to do. Well, I knew what I was going to do. <laughs> it was just a matter of finding people and networking and, and going through that whole thing again. But fortunately, when, you know, when I first moved to Huntsville... The, the day I moved there, I met a couple musicians, and I was in a band instantly, whereas, you know, here it was just like, oh, crap, I know no one, and it's like, oh, let's go do the whole jam night thing, which a jam night, if you don't know, you, you show up, and there's a host band, and you go up, and you play, and you try to meet people, and, and network, and... Usually it doesn't go that great because jam nights aren't, you know, some jam nights, jam nights here are good, but jam nights overall, when, when a musician hears jam night, they're like, oh Lord, no, not jam night. Um, but actually here, the jam nights are pretty good. So that, fortunately, I met someone at a jam night named John Spinelli, a fellow drummer who helped me a lot. And I, and I owe John <laughs> A steak dinner or something. I haven't seen John in a while, but I, you know he helped me a lot, and that's pretty much how how it started for me here. So, um, yeah, I mean, and now I'm I'm working a lot. I'm turning down gigs because <laughs> the calendar is like I, I look at my calendar. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm full this month. You know, whereas when I first got here, I was like, oh. I got to figure out something to do. I actually went on a job interview and got a job again. Yeah, you did. For half the pay that I was making in Huntsville, I actually went and, and did the, the urine test and I was like ready to do this. And after I got home from going and doing that, I was like, what in the world am I doing? I'm just going back to what I did in Huntsville, except the weather's nicer. Yeah. So what, what am what am I doing? So obviously I didn't go do that. And, you know, it seemed like once I got that first gig, like things just started, you know, picking up, picking up, picking up. And that's where it's been, you know, you know, here a year and a half in. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I've got plenty of work. <laughs> and at first I was thinking, oh, my God, I got to get something. You know, now it's like, you know, I'm fielding offers and going, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, so-and-so is going to pay more, so I'll do that instead, you know. <laughs> so there's a lot of that that goes on. Yeah. Well, I remember when, I, I guess, I, I mean, I, obviously I must have been working that night or something, but you had said, you were like, hey, I'm going to go see, uh, I'm going to go see Jason, uh, a guy that you play with. I'm going to go see, and this was before you played with him, but I'm going to go see him. He's right down the street. Literally like, like less than a, two yeah, miles like down he, the road. Yeah, he's so close. It was right before Christmas. It was, it? yeah. And I said, okay, that's fine. So you go, and then like. 10 minutes later, you're back at home picking up your cajon because you got down there and Jason was like, what? You didn't bring your drum? Well, Jason was playing with a guy named James, who is also a friend of mine. I met through the jam nights and they weren't playing together at that point. And it was just Jason by himself. And I showed up and he was like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, I came to see you play. And he's like, well, I'm by myself. Where's your, where's your cajon? And I'm like, well, I don't have it, but I'm literally two minutes from the house. I'll go get it. <laughs> so, literally, my first paying gig wasn't even a booked gig. It was just an impromptu, like, walked into a bar, a place called Two Bucks. <laughs> and I played that night, you know, with Jason. And we, we made pretty good money, and we had a good time. And that's kind of, that sort of got the ball rolling, really, here. Like, December was, like, the month. That's when I, I auditioned for Phoenix, which is my main, you know, my main gig that I do. And Jason and I still still play gigs amongst all the other, you know, half a dozen or so, you know, different, you know, artists that I play with now. So, yeah, that that kind of got it started. Like, just, you know, com- complete, like, as Bob Ross says, a happy accident. Yeah. Um, showing up at two bucks that night. So. <laughs> Very happy accident. So when you think back to this transition of, okay, I've, I've quit my, my nine to, or not nine to five, my five thirty to one thirty. Yeah, it was not uh, nine to five. <laughs> my steady paycheck job, uh, insurance. Like I, I quit all the, the known, like I'm going to get this every week. I'm going to, this is what's going to happen. I can budget. I can do all of the things right when, when you said, okay, this is what we're going to do. Like the, and then that mindset shift that you had to, that you had to get back into, right? Cause you'd done that before, but you, but it'd been 15, 16 years. You had to now mind shift again, back to that mentality of like, okay, I don't have a spaghetti paycheck coming in every week. I've got to figure out, I've got to book gigs. I've got to find bands. What was that like mentally kind of like that transition for you? <laughs> Honestly, it was terrifying at times. Um, because, well, that's why, you know, like I said, I, I actually took a job at this glass plant that I didn't go to, but I went and went to the interview and being that I had so much experience at PPG, um, you know, apparently a lot of people here in Florida, there's not a lot of aerospace, you know, folks that have experience building aircraft windshields. And when I walked in, they were like, like they treated me like I was some big deal, which, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I knew what I was doing when I worked at PPG and, you know, I learned a lot there, but for someone, you know, kept walking into this place and the, the guys in this plant, I was thinking, wow, they're going to make me a supervisor in like a month. 
the way they were talking to me, like I was royalty of some sort. Um, but no, it was, it was horrifying at times. Cause like I said, I, you know, I was like, Oh no, I'm not making any money gigging. So I need to do this. And luckily, you know, I, I thought to myself, why am I doing this? And then, you know, and then everything just kind of started to happen, you know, like the jam night thing, meeting John, um, apparently there's, apparently there, there's tons of musicians here in the Tampa Bay area, however, solid drummers seem to be hard to find for some reason for, for <laughs> bands, so I kind of slipped right in, and, you know, once I got, you know, this gig and that gig, then all of a sudden, you know, the, the Facebook messenger's going off, the texting's going off, hey, I heard about you from so-and-so, and it was just like, and all of a sudden, I'm looking at my date book going, wow, I've, I've got 12 shows this month, you know, which is fantastic, because when I was in Huntsville working full-time, you know, I played, you know, I played every weekend, but now it's like that's all I'm doing, but, you know, here it's so different, because you can play seven nights a week, whereas in Huntsville, you know, it was a weekend town. You played Friday and Saturday night. You might slip a Wednesday in here and there, but, you know, here in, in the Tampa area, you know, there's stuff going seven nights a week, so there's lots of opportunity. It was just a matter of me finding it and, and getting in and getting in with people, you know, getting in the click, as, yeah. you know, you might want to say. I mean, I remember when you interviewed for that job and you were like, okay, I'm going to take this job at this plant, you know, making half kind of, of what I was making, making half what you're making, but like it was a glass plant again, which hurt my heart. It did. I know, but I could like already tell, like you hadn't even started and I could already tell what I would call PPJ G, uh, uh, PPG J. PPG J. <laughs> which is not a person. He's not a pleasant guy. No, he's not a pleasant guy. Uh, but I could like see him start to creep back in. And I was like, I mean, it's up to you. If you want to take the job, you can, but you don't have to. Like we, we aren't in a position where you have to have this type of, of job. So it's okay. And, and you, so you turned it down and you were very gracious about it. And then you were like, you know, this is, this is why we came here. We're, we're going to go all in and, you know, making that transition too of, okay, you know, now we're a year in, right. And you, you're working full time with uh, a couple different bands and, and kind of part time here and there with a couple of others. Um, I mean, you're super busy. Like you said, you're turning down gigs as well. Uh, from time to time, you're yes. like, Oh no, I'm already booked. Sorry. Uh, and, but then again, sometimes you know, somebody calls and they're like, Hey, could you go play with this person on Friday? And you look at your book and you're like, Oh, Hey, I'm open. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And, and that's happened here just recently, you know? Yeah. Just, I think last weekend, last week. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. I didn't have anything on Friday and somebody called and was like, Hey, can you play Cajon down the street for, <laughs> you know, for three hours? Sure. I'll be down. Why not? Yeah. So, you know, that, that mentality of like, I have to get up and go to work every day at, at a plan and a place I hate, you, you loved the people that you, you know, you, you really liked the people that you I, worked I with. I did, yes. And you missed them, but you don't miss the job itself for sure. Um, I know that. <laughs> That's no question. 
Um, so we, we, we've made that shift of like, okay, I'm going to work every day to now. It's like, okay, I go to work on the weekends, you know, during the week. I mean, of course I give him my honeydew list. Uh, Jay gets a honeydew. Uh, hey honey, could you do this? And hey honey, could you do that? And I'm great with it. I, <laughs> I'm like, sure. You know, you want me to clean the bathroom? You want me to run this down to the post office? You want me to take he, this to FedEx? He takes a lot of stuff back to the Amazon returns desk at I Kohl's. Get lots of coupons at Kohl's. <laughs> due, to, due to my wife's returning lots of things from Amazon. I can't help it. So, and it's, but the, the bad part about that is you're just going to spend more money because when I go to Kohl's, I'm like, hey, I got a coupon. I got to spend it. <laughs> you, you don't have to. I'm going to start sending you to Whole Foods. <laughs> to hmm. take back stuff. Now, I don't, I don't always buy something at Kohl's. <laughs> I, I, you know, on occasion, I'm like, oh, I need this or I need that. I need some socks. Yeah. But, you know, that's not every time. <laughs> I mean, I would say for me, you know, being here a year uh, and a half. Gosh, I can't believe it has been a year and a half yeah. since we've been here. It's crazy how fast time has flown. I mean, it took us three four months to find a mexican place that we agreed on it did did. we did um but you know i i am incredibly happy with the decision still um i wouldn't you know i miss a lot of the people and i miss a lot of the food in huntsville but i i definitely the the way of life here is just a little different oh yeah well like knowing that you know you can just you know, get in the car and in 12 minutes be at the beach. Yeah. Um, and just be like, oh, okay, you're done working. Let's, let's go to the beach. Let's go eat dinner at a beachside, you know, bar restaurant. But yeah, that sounds great. Let's go. Uh, I, I definitely would say our quality of life has increased, uh, since being here. And, you know, as far as just, you know, taking that leap and, and, and doing it, you know, looking back a year and a half later, as crazy as those 32 days between putting our house on the market and moving into our house in Florida uh, was, I, I think it happened so fast I didn't even have time to think about it. The drive, the morning of. You know, that was a whole kind of mess. The dead battery in the Kia the morning of. <laughs> um <laughs> The, the cat wondering how he's going to handle the trip. I mean, there, there was a lot of unknowns. Yeah. Uh, I still, you know, obviously with every things I would have done differently, sure, because you can always learn from the things that you go through. But I, I wouldn't change the fact of moving <clears throat> whatsoever. I am extremely happy with the decision that we made. I think mentally and physically, uh, it was such a good move. Oh yes. When I was in Huntsville, I I was literally a hamster on a wheel. I was a hamster on a wheel, just running, just trying to catch my tail all the time. Because I worked, you know, I never worked forty hours a week, hardly ever. It was fifty plus, and then I played Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday, and then it was just like Sunday would get here, you know, we would go to our favorite Mexican restaurant, which helped my sanity for real it did and and it was just like you know and then Monday and then it would start all over again and it it, it was just like I I never felt like I could relax ever yeah in Huntsville Uh, well you know I I encourage you if you're if you're thinking about 
taking a big leap and like moving somewhere, um, changing jobs, something like that. I know it's, it's never the easiest thing to do. Um, and you're always going to say what if, and you're always going to ask these questions, but if you can get things lined up and you can say, okay, I'm going to do it and trust yourself, you can make those changes that you need to make. Uh, you can, you know, work through the difficulties that come. If you've got a good support system in either a spouse, a significant other, uh, if you're, if you don't have a spouse or significant other, maybe it's a friend group that you have that you can lean on and trust and, and be confident that when, you know, you talk to them and you tell them how you're feeling that they truly, you know, understand and support you, then, then do that. Lean on them, talk to them about it, you know, get a therapist. Uh, I highly recommend therapy, get a counselor. Uh, it, it's such a nice thing to have that kind of outside perspective to help you work through different things like this. Like when you make a big decision in your life, moving, changing jobs, um, I mean, having, I don't know, like getting married, having children, all of those are giant decisions. Um, I encourage you to always, you know, take that, take that partner of some sort to work through the feelings that you're going to go through, the things that you're going to go through in those kind of transitions. But looking back hindsight, uh, a year and a half of living in Florida, uh, I would not change a thing. Um, I miss people uh, so much. I miss, there are some people, you know, people and family, uh, that I miss from Alabama, uh, so much. And I always look forward to going to see them, but just quality of life for, for myself and for Jay has been so much better, um, here. And, and so I don't regret it at all. Um, and I've gone over, uh, my, my 15 minutes that I, that I always try to stay into, but I think I forewarned everybody, uh, that deeper thoughts may go longer than 15 minutes. Especially when I'm around. Yeah, and I did have a special guest today, so <laughs> there's that. Um, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna close this out because uh, we are on our way to uh, go see Alton Brown. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we we won tickets to go see Alton Brown, which if you don't know who that is, look him up. He is a uh, he's a chef. He's a TV personality on the Food Network. Uh, he's very funny. He's very dry. And he's very informative. Like, I really enjoy Alton's look about things. His show called Good Eats is fantastic. You learn a lot about how to cook things, how to make things, where things came from. I just encourage you to check it out. But we're headed there uh, at this point in time. That's why we're in the car. Um, but I hope you have a fantastic um, day this will come out at 8 a.m. <laughs> so I hope that you have a great day uh, or whenever you're listening to this. And always remember that you are loved and you are worthy. And there are great things ahead for you in this life if you trust and believe in the Lord. I will see you tomorrow. Bye.